Tea with Queen and Jay is back. We talk about the value of black ass rest, navigating body image, pandemic fatigue, and mad other shit. It's Tea with Queen and Jay. Drink up. Oh my God, we're podcasting. Wow, we're actually doing this. We're doing it. We're doing it. It's happening. Shout out to everybody who was like, yo, can't wait till y'all come back. I know y'all been working on stuff. We they're like, not. what? We have not been working on we stuff. Said we have been resting. We're going to take a break. <laughs> and, we, and we broke. That's what we did. Broke. And it was How you been? amazing. I'm doing Good. okay. I'm doing okay. I'm just adjusting to like everything. Um, mm-hmm. But we'll talk about it. But yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm pretty much okay. Yeah. How you doing? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know how to follow that. Um, <laughs> some days I'm doing better than that. Some days I'm doing much worse. Um, but <laughs> but I'm good. I'm good. I'm happy to be back. And I don't know if y'all can hear the sounds of New York. I have. Oh no, I do have that one window open. Well, anyway, we're back. We are back. All also, right. it was cool that y'all weren't like. Where y'all at? Where y'all at? Where oh, y'all yeah, that's at? True. That's true. Because we, we said September. We didn't say. Facts. You know, we did say September. Well, it was that one time that we had said August. Uh, August, yeah. But then we, do did. Say, we did say September. Our patrons knew September. Mm-hmm. Put, you know, stuff on social media. Mm-hmm. And September mm-hmm. came also. And they still weren't Facts. like, where you at? Where you at? <laughs> <laughs> But you know that has to do with the type of community that you build. Yes. Mm-hmm. And we don't have a yell at you, yell at us type of community. That's right. So nobody, nobody yelled at us. Everybody understands rest, the need for rest. And yeah, and I feel good. And I'm glad that we are back, yo. I missed this. I missed you, even though I seen you. All I miss doing this with you, yeah. so I'm glad she that we are back doing this shit. We did several episodes you. that were not recorded. They weren't meant to be episodes, but me and Jay facts. have gone some to some deep shit. And it's we like, went back to our roots, yeah. actually. Yeah. Because you know what? Our, our friendship was based... Well, a part of our friendship was having these kinds of conversations off mic anyway. Yeah. But then we started having them on mic, and then off mic, we just talked about other hippity-doopity. <laughs> so... Hippity-boppity-boop. <laughs> So yeah, we did, since we were not recording, we did end up having a lot of really like intense, uh, well-produced somehow, well-produced conversations. We're just good at this, even though we weren't having a podcast conversation. Yeah, That's right, about womanist race nerd shit, about things that have been happening or whatever. And so... That greatness, that's all. Mm -hmm. Anyway, welcome welcome to Tea Tea with with Queen and Jay. Jay. We We are are two womanist race nerds talking shit over tea, dismantling dismantling white supremacist patriarchal capitalism one episode at a time i'm queen i'm jay and, and this, this is, is tea with queen and jay and yeah yeah i haven't been out well i have because i've been out but not mm-hmm. like with you yeah we haven't had a communal out yeah, in a minute haven't. that felt good that was good if you would like to follow the conversation being had on this here podcast podcast you could use our hashtag hashtag t with qj we love when you use that on all the social means we also love when you use the hashtag pod in and that allows people on that hashtag it leads them to t with queen and j podcast you can also tweet while you listen we're on twitter at t with qj we love to hear from you so send us t mail at t with queen and j at g 
com. That's right. Every week we pour libations for the people, places, and things that are giving us black ass, black joy. Mm-hmm. Queen, what are you pouring libations for this week, this season? Yes. Right now? Recently had a, a celebration of my birth. And I just want to pour libations to everyone who has said happy birthday to me. Lots of people from T with Queen and Jay social media. Lots of people from my personal social media. Someone, I feel like it's a T with Queen and Jay listener sent me two hundred dollars mm-hmm. for my birthday. Whoever you, nice. whoever you are, thank you. That came in the clutch. I appreciate mm-hmm. it. The timing was like, wow. How did they know I needed this? So, um, mm-hmm. thank you to whoever you are. And I really love birthdays. I got to spend time with friends and family being covid safe and it was just nice to just sit around and just like kick the shits and shit like that like right. i'm pretty simple like i guess mm-hmm. my love language is quality time i just really want to spend time with people during mm-hmm. certain things and it was cute and i'm older i'm cuter everyone who came over to celebrate my birthday with me they either got me a plant which i wanted jay got me a cute plant and i wanted. oh i'm glad to- that you love her because i was over her <laughs> but i'm glad you <laughs> She did kind of give it to me like hip. Yeah, I was like, let me just, I'm going to love on you until I can get you out of my house. But you're getting out of here, okay? Because we're not, we were not a match. We, I tried, though. Oh, not God. A match, so, but. yeah, I got um, some cute plants from uh, my mm-hmm. friend. They helped stock my bar. Now I have a full, like, bar in my bar cart because I'm like, just bring me some liquor or bring me a plant. And it worked out. I got some new plants. Nice. And now I have, like, a fully stocked bar in my apartment. And, yeah, so it was nice. I had a really, really good birthday. And I just wanted to libate everyone who was a part of making that a really, really special day for me beautiful thank you what are you pouring libations for i am pouring libations for being alive it's fucking lit Mm -hmm. i'm thankful for that yo a lot of people are not a lot of people are a lot of us shit we've been navigating death and shit so i want to pour libations for being alive this was a restful summer it was also a challenging summer Mm -hmm. so yeah so i'm alive i'm thankful for that shit i also i remember i had been affirming that i was going to clean my apartment Mm -hmm. before we went on break or whatever so i want to pour libations for being able to have a cleaning professional come in a few times this past summer and help to restore some order Mm -hmm. it's still it's still what some would call a mess in here but certain things that like I really needed help to like kind of dig into, mm-hmm. I was able to get help to do that. So I'm definitely thankful for that. And I want to pour libations for that shit. Yeah. This podcast runs on your support. There are two ways to donate at TeaWithQueenAndJay.com. Click the community tab to subscribe on Patreon for $2 a month or send us any amount via PayPal. Follow us on your favorite podcast app. Share this podcast on social media. Tell a friend about us. Rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. We read all of those. We actually do. Or wherever you listen, all of that helps grow Tea with Queen and Jay. That's right. Thank you so much to everybody who has been helping to financially support this podcast. We actually have a few donation libations. We got mad new Patreon subscribers. Our new subscribers on Patreon are Candace. Joan, Rashida, Ashley, Tatiana, Jennifer, Charlotte, Vanessa, Steve. I think this is Loren or Lauren. I want to make sure I say them both. The homies over at Four All Nerds. Thank you so much. Juana, the homie Petty Mogul. Thank you. Octavia, Erin. I think they might have said they pronounced it Erin, but I'm not sure. So I've said both. Maya, Ali, Ruth Ann, LaVita, Kaya, Reniqua or Reniqua if you're a purist. Okay. Some people (laughs) pronounce the hard Y. 
You gotta make sure you acknowledge that. I, feel like I will I not would. deny I the hard like body. I will pronounce it and they'll be like, no. <laughs> <laughs> so I've done both. Reniqua or Reniqua, we appreciate you. And Aisha and Kadeem, thank y'all so much for joining us on Ooh, Patreon. I love all of these names. Yes, me too. And then we had three people who upped their pledge. So libations to Lara, Rayshana, and Allison. Thank you all so much for supporting us on Patreon. I want all of y'all to know that I will choose your resume with y'all names. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be looking for the these names. Are facts. Like, these are facts, yo. These are facts. <laughs> we also got PayPal donations. We got a lot since we were gone, so we're going to make sure that we include those on a later episode because we want to read all of the lovely notes that y'all sent us, which we have read already. We want to share the lovely notes that y'all sent us in future episodes, so we will be sure to do that. Just a reminder, if you are supporting us on Patreon, we have right now 16 bonus episodes on Patreon. I'm one of those people sometimes I'll support Patreons and I won't check out the bonus content because I'll just be busy. But it's nice to know that it's there when I have time. I go back and get into it. So if you are supporting us on Patreon, please know that those bonus episodes are there for you. Throughout the whole break, we did bonus episodes. Mm -hmm. We do at least one a month. So those are there. Check them out. Enjoy them. Your donations, whether on Patreon or PayPal, help sustain this podcast. It allows us to pay our current team and plan for future future shit so thank you to everybody who has been a consistent support of this podcast yes before we get into the show i want to thank someone who bought something for me off my amazon list back in july i've been saving this Uh-oh. little note that came with the, the package since july mm-hmm. i had a fight with my cat because at some point xena was like this is my paper so <laughs> <laughs> Not the paper. Yeah, and it's like, you know me, I lose things. So if I, I still have right. this, it was meant for me to right. read the note that you sent for this. So thank you to Ronald um, for buying me. It was like a, a, a label printer thing. You know me, I'm anal. Oh, nice. So, yeah, label yeah. maker, yeah. So Ronald says, low key, high key, changed my life. It print This note printed a little weird, so mm-hmm. it may sound like the way I would read something, but some stuff got cut off. So oh, okay, <laughs> okay, okay, okay. So low key, high key, changed changed my life in a few words. I cold switch way less and I'm way more conscious of it. I'm myself more and way happier. Thank you specifically, both you guys from Rondo. That's so nice. We're happy to like assist you in the, you know, breaking down of the cold switching. Facts, he is. Ronald got a label maker? I like this for you. Mm -hmm. You know me. No, I know you. I know you. I I think I know Ronald too. I didn't know Ronald was a label maker kind of kind of person. Oh, it was just on my list, so it was probably they were like, um, they want this. So no, no, no. Yeah. I know, but oh, okay, okay. When it, when you were reading the letter, okay, they were saying you changed their life. I thought they were saying the label maker changed their life. Oh, oh, they no. had a label maker too. Yes. I too have a label maker. Yes. Okay. Yes. 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 Got it. <laughs> Got it. I, I knew that the label maker didn't teach them the code switch, but I did think separately. I thought they were saying the label maker changed my life and you helped teach me how not to be code switching, but it was all you. Yeah, it's all about I got the, it now. The, that. And as a thank you, I follow. They were like, I follow. She wants this label maker. I like that. Buy this label maker. Yeah, that's what happened. I like that. So, yeah, okay. thanks, Ronald. I really appreciate it. I've really been like wanting to say thank you since July. <laughs> <laughs> 
good shit good shit that's awesome all right let's get into the motherfucking show for the first time well, it's not full yet let's just get into the show yeah, okay let's do it just play the music i'm ready all right, 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 all right. All right. So what kind of tea are you drinking? I'm we drinking. drink tea on this show. We do. We do. We do. We haven't mm -hmm. drank tea together in a long time. It's been a minute. It's been a minute. I'm drinking mm -hmm. mint tea. I am menstruating and mm -hmm. needs to calm down in my uterus. Yesterday, it felt like mm -hmm. my uterus was getting jumped. Oh, man. So, yeah, I'm just doing all of the things that I do. Okay. What kind of tea are you drinking? I'm having a lemon, ginger, and hot water kind of concoction Always with honey situation. Always an elixir. Okay. Yeah, my stomach has She's been She's going to make an elixir lately. and then, like, go to another dimension because of what the fuck. <laughs> I would love that. I would just come back and not say nothing. <laughs> You would. I'll just come back. Like, like what? Like it's been happened. it's been five years. Hmm, felt like right. Five what are you talking about? <laughs> yeah. So that's what I'm having. Try and chill out my stomach. What are your pronouns? She, her. What are your pronouns? She, her, they, them, and separate from my pronouns, I am not a lady. And what are you affirming for yourself this? Week. I'm affirming balance. I have a pretty full schedule for the rest of September, and I don't really mm. like having a full schedule, so I'm going to just try right. to maintain balance. You know, look at my time so I don't get overwhelmed and drained and shit like that. Mm -hmm. So that's what mm -hmm. I am affirming. What are you affirming for yourself, Jay? I want to affirm forgiveness because I've been holding on to a lot of shit. Mm -hmm. Some of it is old. Some of it is new. Some of it, yeah, I don't know how the forgiveness is going to happen. <laughs> so I'm just going to affirm it. I have a therapist. Mm -hmm. I don't know how it's going to happen. I don't know when it's going to happen. I'm just going to affirm that it's going to happen because they was like, you have to forgive people. And uh, okay, girl. So I'm going <laughs> to try. I'm just, I'm putting it. That's most people's my response to forgiveness. Like, okay, girl. <laughs> Yeah, it's like certain stuff is not a big deal. Certain stuff is easy or whatever. But other stuff is like, I don't know how to forgive that. I don't intend on harming anybody or punishing mm -hmm. anybody yeah. because of this forgiveness that I don't fucking have because of these feelings. But what? What are you talking about? So I don't know. The therapist said forgiveness <laughs> is for me and yeah. that it's going to make me feel better. So I guess... That, but... <laughs> I don't know. So I'm going to affirm it. I'm going to affirm a forgiveness. Okay? I don't know. I ordered a journal. I have journals in here, but I ordered one that maybe I want to use because it's cute and it has cute. It has uh, and by cute, it has prompts in it. It's called a record journal. By cute, I mean it's 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 just a mess. And, and that'll be cute and that'll incite, excite me or whatever. So anyway, so I affirm a forgiveness. Mm -hmm. So that's where I'm at. So it's been Moving along. Oh, I'm yeah, about to sing this song. It's been a long time. <laughs> Shouldn't have left you. Oh my gosh. Without no episodes to listen to. Well, we did give you a lot. So Yeah. Gave you a lot. Yeah, we did. <laughs> we did. We did. That's actually why we ended up coming back in September. So we said we was gonna take the month of July off and come back in August. Then we had the brilliant idea to highlight our homies podcast, which was a brilliant idea, but it was also not was, a break. Yeah, it wasn't. It, it was, was not like, a break. It was like work. We don't feel like, like we, oh snap, we, we we didn't do it. Actually, been working all this time, so we decided to rest, yo, to rest, take an actual break, and then come back when we could be consistent 
And so here we, and I put consistency in quotes because fuck that nigga too. But here we are. And are there any words you don't have beef with? Any? <laughs> not necessarily. This is not my mother tongue. So I don't. Well, there's that. Yeah. So fuck this language. Yeah. yeah it's the only one I know, but. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I feel like words like consistency sounds like, like, for example, in any in any type, as a creative, one of the key tenets is to, like, be consistent. So, yeah, for sure, I'm going to be consistent. But also, fuck that nigga, because if I decide in three weeks that I need to take a rest, I'm going to take gonna a take rest. rest. That's my point. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But no, but I feel like we're we're okay. Mm-hmm. But if we feel like it, we'll disappear. But anyway, but, I, but we're here, and I feel like we're good. Yeah, so we had been still podcasting, yeah. so we actually decided to take an actual break and it was good and it was much needed and we've been gone so long to queen's point that it would be good to get reacquainted yeah with y'all like who are y'all who are y'all who are we who Who am am i where are we what yeah is it another dimension that we're in so we figured we'd do all of that so yeah definitely especially if you are new if you're new welcome to tea with queen and j podcast if you've been here before thank you so much for coming back who are we who are we who the fuck are who the we? fuck are we so we are t with queen and j we are a womanist race nerd podcast each episode we dismantle or we aim to dismantle white supremacist patriarchal capitalism and all of the isms and all of the shit that is infused and low-key high-key embedded into the way that we live our lives on an interpersonal level and the larger systems that all of us live in and exist in we are a new york-based podcast we're both from the bronx and we're both podcasting from different places in the ny motherfucking C. not staten island none of us are in staten island just had to say no now we got to say where we are now i'm in manhattan (laughs) i'm in brooklyn (laughs) okay yeah but we're both from the bronx so we talk about that yeah a lot but yeah but at the core of things we are a womanist race nerd podcast dismantling white supremacist patriarchal capitalism one episode at a time a lot of people hear that and feel like that sounds broad how can you do that every episode but really it's about dismantling it within yourselves there's so many things that we do interpersonally there's so many ways that we treat each other that are embedded and based in white supremacist patriarchal capitalism and we also of course are taking and exploring concepts from pop culture and the world around us to highlight how those things have been affected by white supremacist patriarchal capitalism and promote highlight and introduce alternative ways of fucking living and existing while navigating these systems that was good friend that was good (laughs) thank you (laughs) it's been seven years <laughs> it's been almost eight years yeah it's been almost eight yeah, it's been that almost good. That eight is a good explanation years. of what we do yeah so yeah that's what we do in addition to all the great things jay said on this podcast we center black women and femmes that is who we center here and we welcome everyone to come everybody else can come but we are centering black women black femme that is who mm-hmm. we are like and we want to reach out and touch well if you consent that is who we are like mm-hmm. 
doing that with. And of course, everyone is fucking welcome to come. A lot of times when you dismantle things for people who are like with lesser privilege, it frees everybody else who has more privilege anyway. So right. we don't have to do it. We don't have to center like black men in a conversation because anything we talk about that frees a trans woman is going to definitely fucking, you know, free your ass and mm-hmm. shit like that. So that is why we choose to center who we center. And we have fun doing it. We have a lot of fun doing this podcast. Me right. and Jay are friends in real life who don't have sex with each other. I don't know why it's necessary to specify that we don't have sex together. At sex There's together. always, anytime we have at an event, the there's always mark. some random man who asks that. So That's true. But I always feel like that is true. I forgot about that. <laughs> I know that it has happened. Like I know in the beginning that that has happened mm-hmm. and been said by some man. But you're right. I forgot that, that also happens. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it's funny right, to correct. say. It's not like a. It is funny. It is like funny. A, but yeah, it is usually <laughs> some man who's either listened to a, a, a lone single episode <laughs> and is not used to hearing non-men say shit or yeah. speak freely mm-hmm. you know exactly, what i'm saying exactly or somebody who's never listened to an episode and is not used to non-men speaking freely in their face and they're like, wait a minute what's all this and then like, like what this is so different they must be lesbians and do it together together like- specifically <laughs> lesbians together yeah okay uh yeah that's not that's not what we do here we have sex <laughs> with Nobody, people with people not each other other. it's just a little yeah yeah nothing big but thanks thanks for clarifying that friend thank you (laughs) (laughs) thanks 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 so yes one of the hosts are queer i'm the queer host jay is the other queer host who's not who's she's a straight queer person (laughs) (laughs) i'm demisexual and i don't know if if there are people who would id me as gender queer but i'm not opposed to being perceived as gender queer i I just but yeah i just don't generally say or claim queerness because i don't want to claim struggle because i generally am involved in romantic and sexual entanglements with men or masculine people men usually specifically so yeah so that's why i don't claim that but anybody who sees me as queer i'm down with it i'm cool with it my thing is i just don't want to claim she just uh, always has to come out as straight all the time to this friend group to (laughs) to the whole fucking thing yo actually just yeah i'm just oh yeah there's a straight in here It's a whole, it's a whole thing. But, but yeah, I am, I'm both comfortable with being identified as queer and I'm also comfortable with people saying you're not fucking queer. So whatever, whatever floats your fucking boat is cool with me. You know, that works for me. And when I say whatever floats your boat, I mean queer folks, (laughs) (laughs) but straight folks, y'all can just mind your business, just, you know, mind your business. But if you're queer, however you feel, if you feel like I'm queer, that's cool with me a relationship blog or something something straight people love doing that telling me like who i'm supposed to be telling any of us who we're that. supposed to be all to my relationship blogs and vlogs they love straight Jesus people facts. love doing that yeah so boring don't don't do that here <laughs> but yeah 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 they do like to tell you who to date and marry and how to raise your kids <laughs> mm-hmm. like that too mm-hmm. yeah straight to the back of the room to the back to the back what else we are a you have in the notes here living black and free so yes yes we we actually that we do that and we like to have conversations about ways that we live black and free or like Mm -hmm. ways that we've come to like oh i don't need to do that anymore 
whatever right. kind of like white supremacist thing that we thought was like the standard living for life. And it was like, wait a minute, mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm not doing that. Um, so we do a lot of that. A lot of times we do have people who are asking us questions or how to navigate certain things at work and things like that. And I remember one time we got a letter from a white listener who was like trying to tell us how to tell the listener to navigate like whiteness. Like this is how you right. play the game. And we were like, we black and free here. Yeah, that's we're not, not going to tell them here. how to. Right, we're not going to exactly. do that. <laughs> yeah, there do. are podcasts that will talk about navigating whiteness in the workplace or whatever. And the goal, depending on what who you're listening to, the goal sometimes is how do you live within white supremacy and play the game of white supremacy? supremacy. And the, and and we don't. There are people who do that and live that way for a number of different reasons. And I think that we have both also lived that way in mm-hmm. our life as black folks, yeah. as people of color. But that's not what we're doing at this stage of our life. And that's not what we do here. So right here, just to give nickel <laughs> right here, right here. That's not what we do yeah, we here. Not in that. courtroom 402 <laughs> or 512 or whatever the fucking number not was. Not in courtroom 504. I don't even know. That's what, right. That's New Orleans um, area code. I don't know why. <laughs> not here. Not in courtroom 718. Mm-mm. Okay. Yes. Not here. We not don't here. do that here. That's for damn sure. And we say this stuff because it's an ongoing practice. When you are raised in a white supremacist, patriarchal, capitalist, fucking centered society, when you're raised under colonialism, these things are often embedded just in your everyday life. Even if you think about more specifically capitalism and just, there was actually a post, we're both in this Facebook group or whatever, I don't know if you saw this, but there was a post recently and somebody was talking about the way that friends split checks at restaurants and somebody was like oh well you know if the bill is however much the bill is we all just split it and some people was like well i can't always afford to just split it so yeah. i'll pay what i can pay for and some people are like well that's not that's cheap and i don't want to go out with any that's friends who are like that or whatever yeah. right and so yeah. we end up kind of there's this whole conversation of what is tact what is class what is this that or whatever that ends up actually being a class conversation because if you can't afford if you go out and you're like okay well I've ordered soup or whatever because I can't afford to have a larger meal or whatever. Should you then be subject to paying for the rest of your friends? And if you don't, are you a bad friend? You know what I'm saying? Are you a bad friend that motherfuckers don't want to go out to eat with? And do you not deserve to even be fucking outside? So this is normally a conversation that I wouldn't have. But I'm looking at this. I'm in this Facebook group and I'm looking at this conversation and hundreds of people responding in all these different ways. And nobody is talking about like class. Like this is kind of like a class conversation and who should be allowed to do what and shit like that. I don't even know why I got on this tangent. I don't know. But black people don't like talking about class. So thank you. You shook the table in that post if you started talking about class. <laughs> what? We can talk about race all day. We ain't gonna talk about class. <laughs> right, right, right. My point, I think, was to say that a lot of these things are deeply embedded and have to be unlearned. It's an ongoing practice yes. that has to be unlearned. There are things that we do that we navigate even amongst ourselves. It's like, oh shit, that's classes, or oh shit, that's fucking patriarchal or oh shit i have discomfort about that because i was taught that you know to do this is shameful or to do that is shameful or whatever and we all have these things that we navigate in real time in real life and so that's the kind of stuff that we explore here as womanist race nerds race is our nerddom and all these other isms are kind of things that we nerd out about and so that's where womanist race nerds come from and yeah our goal is to laugh dismantle that shit and be honest right 
Yeah. Be honest. And when we're talking about honesty, we're talking about like, we're not the be all end all of the conversation. Um, This is an ongoing thing. We're unlearning and learning in front of you guys. And we just like to kind of keep that flowing in that way. These are facts. Yeah. So we are not academics. We are not in PhD programs. We are not currently, uh, we have not yet published our books. Okay. <laughs> we are not academics we are regular degular schmegula uh, black girls from the bronx who have been studying and interested in race gender and dismantling all of the isms forever and then of course more concentratedly and producing content in this shit for almost eight years so that's who we are that's what we do all right 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 so what the fuck have we been up to what have you been up to during break? What'd you do? I've been doing a lot, actually. I went on two trips. So I went to visit my homegirl and her family in Pennsylvania, which is really, really nice. Really mm. cute, quiet, white, probably very racist town. But it was really nice to kind of be out of the city. That's been my goal for like most of the summer is to not be in a city because I need to like be around I'm realizing how much I like to be around, like, nature. Like, I always knew I liked nature, mm-hmm. but I always had, like, ready access to it. So, like, just go up mm-hmm. to see my mom where it's more of a, like, not country, but it's more of a, like, suburban kind of trees and space and it's slower type of thing. So, I've been trying to tap into that. I know we went to the beach. Just doing shit like that where I'm, like, yeah. outside and kind of just, like, chilling. Like, there's no, like, itinerary for the day and, you know, like, whatever. Mm-hmm. Just kind of just outside maybe sitting in the grass, maybe sitting on a back porch somewhere, drinking some lemonade in a rocking chair, what I actually did. Just kind of like... Where did you do that? Where did you find a rocking chair? Oh, Makiba has rocking chairs. Yes. <laughs> yes. yes. Sitting on a rocking chair, just like sitting there and talking and just like, you know, looking out. Kind of just like slowing down. New York City moves really, really fast. And it's been a lot for me during the pandemic, especially because... Mm-hmm. My neighborhood is very city. Yeah. There's always noise. There's always like some random conversation that I'm now into because the person is like <laughs> <laughs> being really loud. And honestly, mm-hmm. I'm I am fine with that. I'm used to that. I do when I come back to the city, I'm like, ooh, city noise, you know, stuff like yeah. that. So it's not like, oh my God, shut up. It's not like that. But it is nice mm-hmm. to kind of like go places where it can be like quieter and I can like hear my thoughts and I'm not like indoctrinated with other people's shit it's just like me type of stuff so that's been something that I've been trying to like fucking focus on because it's just been helpful for me with that I went to LA for the first time which was cool I think that next time I go I need to go to like the hood only because my friend without a visit lived in Hollywood and it was like walking Mm -hmm. around there was like okay Hollywood it wasn't visually stimulating. I like to, like... Okay. I'm into, like, the visuals. I'm into, like... I want to, like, not look like I'm in Times Square and, like, mm-hmm. the perfect people and the Instagram yeah. moments. Like, that's not really my scene. Mm-hmm. So, but I did have a good time, and it was nice to... That was another time where I was just, like, chilling. No agenda. Didn't have to, like, get up at whatever time and all of that stuff. So it was nice to just kind of, like do that when i was in Mm -hmm. i I really really enjoyed that i've been reading and listening to books i finished like mad books i feel like one of them summer reading bitches like okay (laughs) yes i actually read 
like actually like looked at a book and read two books and finished. It has been a really long time since I finished a book because my attention span mm-hmm. is just not fucking there. So I read two books and then I did a lot of audio books and that's been fun. Like I was a kid who was had my head in a book. Like I was always reading. So right. it's kind of nice to kind of like do that again and kind of like leisurely read, not read because I need information for content, not read mm-hmm. because, you know, you, you know how we take in information mm-hmm. so we could produce the show. It was nice to just read something like it and then put the book down and mm-hmm. then walk the fuck away. Right. It was cute. I liked it. I liked it a lot. Me and Jay, like we said earlier, was having some deep ass conversations. Facts. Like deep, like fucking crying mm-hmm. and shit. Jay always cries, yeah. but. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Which I like. I think it is important for me and you, because we work together and we're friends, to find these ways to recenter, to kind right. of like readjust and like mm-hmm. figure shit out together again in ways that's not about business, just about right. me and you. Or having sex. Yeah, yes. or having sex. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, those orgies. <laughs> <laughs> But I like that that time that me and you got to spend together. Mm-hmm. Not and we do have a good balance of friendship and business where we'll hang out mm-hmm. and it's not anything to do with the show and and then it's right. just like okay we're just talking about the show so we do a really good job of that. But I do like that we use this time to kind of like reacquaint, always kind of ask each other what's going on, you know, like what's you know whatever. Even if it's a business meeting, make sure that we insert ourselves in it and it's not just mm-hmm. like work 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 you know and shit right. like that so i did enjoy enjoy that and it makes me excited about what me and you are going to create together i think taking a step mm-hmm. back and then coming to right. it this, i don't know this makes me feel fresher and like oh my god look at all the things we're going to create which honestly <laughs> me and you are always creating but i don't know it feels different yeah. when i step back and then come back mm-hmm. to it mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like no nah, i feel you it does and it's helpful to have a break i don't i don't know we've never had a real break <laughs> yeah we never we don't do seasons so i think we did take a month off i think last summer i think we took a month off mm-hmm. and then every now and then like of course during the holidays or different things happens maybe we'll take a week off here or there but we've never taken like this kind of extended break yeah. and i think it was good i think it was good i think it was important and I wanted to come back and feel like excited about doing this versus and I, and I always like doing it. But sometimes you just be so busy with stuff that it's like, oh, shit, I got to do gotta that. Do this, yeah. And mm-hmm. yeah, while this is like labor or whatever, it is something that we do with intention. It is something that we like to do. It is something that we do like with a mission. Yes. And uh, yeah, and it generally feels good. So I, I think it is good that we kind of took that moment to like rest, mm-hmm. take a breath, enjoy the summer. The pandemic has been like really, really challenging. And uh, yeah, it has. I yeah. need to get back to the office. I'm one of those few people who are like, I need my job to not be in my apartment. You don't belong here. Mm-hmm. Talking about mm-hmm. my day job. You don't belong here. Get out of my house. <laughs> Yeah, I've never invited you here. Mm-hmm. Get the fuck out of my house. Like, I don't like work being in my house. Get the fuck out. Right. Get out of here. Right. I don't right. get out of here. So I'm kind of there with that. Like, uh, I know a lot of people are about anxious about going back to work. My job is pretty black and safe. So that's probably why I'm a lot more like I can go back to the office. <laughs> Mm-hmm. I can make it happen. So I am privileged to like kind of work in a, a place where I could be black and free. But I need this shit out of my house. I kind of, this pandemic showed me that the ba- a lot of boundaries that are set up, I need those. Like I can't mm-hmm. do, 
I just need this work on my house. Get the fuck yeah. out my house. I wonder if you could get a, a WeWork. If you could get like a little space somewhere or something. I don't know. That's just a thought. WeWork don't even exist no more. Aren't they scammers? I think they are scammers, but a WeWork or another. Yeah, right? They are scammers. <laughs> I watched a whole movie about how it was <laughs> but <laughs> no, I, I do plan to do like days and we're, we're going to be back in office full anyway, because of mm-hmm. schools, we work with schools and shit like that. Mm-hmm. But, um, there were times where I would do some days at the office and they were cool or whatever, but I want all of my work to be there. I don't want any of that right. to be here. I, I just don't like it. It makes me honestly not, I don't enjoy the work I enjoy, which is podcasting and creating content Mm -hmm. because that was the stuff that happened in my house that was fun to do. And I enjoyed to do the work that I was doing, Mm -hmm. not for a check, but out of passion. And now this other shit is in here with it. And I noticed it made me less enthused about this work. And it's like, no, Mm -hmm. this is the work that I like to put energy in. This Mm -hmm. is, you know, like whatever. So I just need all of it back there. Mm -hmm. So when I get to this stuff, I don't feel like second job. And I've been noticing that I've been feeling like that. Um, Right, right, right. So this needs to get the fuck out of my house. But it will soon. Will soon. Mm -hmm. But it needs Mm -hmm. to get the fuck out of my house. (laughs) I feel you. I feel you yeah so those are, that's a lot of what i've been like up to kind of just like reconnecting making sure that i stay in contact with friends i make sure that mm-hmm. i hung out with at all of my friends this summer checking up on everyone that's something i'm noticing that i'm really kind of good at like kind of just like hey just checking in i didn't know that mm-hmm. i was good at that until someone said it like oh you're always making you know you're always i'm like oh I do do that. Um, Mm -hmm. So I do like noticing, I guess, the things that I think I'm not, the ways that I think I'm not present, I guess, for folks. I I am because I'm not, uh, Jay, you know me. I'm not very empathic. I'm generally just kind of just like, okay, I don't emote. (laughs) So people don't generally know what I'm thinking or feeling and shit like that. So Mm -hmm. sometimes I think I lack in that when it comes to like my friendships and connections and stuff because I'm just kind of just Mm -hmm. like, a little robotic. So it was nice to know like, oh, I do I am doing good at this mm-hmm. or whatever. And therapy has been helping. Therapy is dope. Like I'm really really happy that I have that in my life because I just be feeling so gaslit. Mm-hmm. Literally for a reason, but for no reason. You know how gaslighting right. works. And it's like, yeah. no. And of course the community I have around me is mad affirming and shit, so it's it's i know it but it's nice to like speak to someone who doesn't like know me in quotations mm-hmm. and who could still like it's a stranger kind of saying well it's not a stranger we've been we've been together for about two years now but mm-hmm. a stranger who was like nah like no what you feel is is valid you know, it's, right. you know it's been helpful but that's been my break being in nature being around the people that love on me and the people that i love mm-hmm. on Mm-hmm. And a little bit of roller skating in between. Because I've still been doing that. Yes. Still been doing that. Good. So my break was really, really nice. Nice break. I like it. How was your I break? I like this shit. What? You, what, um, what? What have you been doing all this time? You and Hennessy. Does Hennessy need a microphone? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Hennessy needs a microphone. Hennessy needs her own podcast and her own apartment. Podcasting pets. Yeah. Yes, that would be cute. Podcasting pets, for sure. <laughs> okay, so that's the name of Hennessy's future podcast. <laughs> but um, what have I been doing? So definitely resting. I started doing yoga again, mm. which has been really, really good. That's a part of why I know that I need to affirm forgiveness. 
because at the end of my yoga session when i'm supposed to be resting i was making a list of all the people that i want to murder for doing me wrong yeah isn't your mind usually like clearer after a yoga meditation usually (laughs) except for those times when i'm making my hit list (laughs) and then i'm like wait a second this is not good not good Mm. but i did get back into yoga so that's been cool i got a lot of family time in earlier in the summer Mm. my mom my niece was here for the summer so that was cool too so i got to spend a lot of time with her i watched that locks Dipset versus. Oh, that was good. That was like that was a, good a big deal. And I committed myself to a Jadakiss level fitness <laughs> regimen for like two weeks. I was like, these old rappers are healthy. These are healthy people. Their skin is clear. Mm-hmm. They they got stamina. I'm like, I gotta pull it together. And you I know what I like about them? They're not like in quotations, like fit looking people, you know how, right? but they're clearly healthy. So I just like how it kind of dismantles fat phobia or like Mm. people's ideas of what a healthy body looks like. Cause Mm -hmm. they look like short. That has nothing to do with their (laughs) weight. (laughs) But you get what I mean. They're not walking around muscular and like, they're not bodybuilder looking dudes. Exactly. They're not bodybuilder looking dudes. Yeah. They just like, kind of just like for lack of a better word, like regular bodied men, who you mm-hmm. can tell work out because they are able to keep their breath and fucking yeah. <laughs> do a whole yep. thing. And you can see them doing a pull-ups on random things, but their body stature is just one of like, they can definitely be just people who work in a factory. And mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I like that about them. Yeah. 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 So I dedicated myself <laughs> to the Jadakiss workout plan. I made that up in my head, but I dedicated myself to that for like a solid two weeks. But oh gosh, it was a I good did time. drink more water. It was a good time. I did drink more water and I stuck with doing my yoga. Mm-hmm. So I have been doing yoga. There was a period when I was doing it every day and now I do it like a few times a week. Mm-hmm. So that's been really cool. I went through a romantic breakup earlier during the break. So good riddance to that. Good day. Um, also, good day, sir. Good day. I also went through some shifts in friendship and that has been interesting. I really, honestly, I just wanted to relax and like all of these shifts and all these different ways were taking place and that was not relaxing yeah, but was, i guess it was good it that was. it took place during you know when i had i guess some time off yeah I that's don't know. true that's true yeah i don't know but it it was a lot so quick content warning i'm going to talk about weight and size my intention is not to talk about it in a bad way but i know that that can be a sensitive subject for a lot of people and i am talking about my own body image so just again content warning for that but so i gained like 35 pounds in the second half of the pandemic Mm -hmm. i I had always kind of been like gaining weight over the years gradually Mm -hmm. and i did gain weight in the beginning of the pandemic and that was like all of it has been fine but when i say i mean fine in the sense that it didn't the initial weight gain didn't make a huge change in like my life so i gained in the second half of the pandemic i gained like 35 pounds and that's been interesting and navigating a new body size i think for a lot of people can be challenging right because now it's like okay well what clothes do i look cute in do i have those clothes in my home or do i need to go get them from somewhere else or whatever Mm -hmm. so that's like of course like my own shit or whatever like figuring that out and that's not That's not the worst thing in the world, but what has been interesting and a pain in the ass is the combination of having a different body appearance with, we're in a pandemic, we're wearing masks and stuff. My hair changes 
And we have been being more social now that people are vaccinated, now that we know more about COVID-19 and like we know that we can be outside, spread out or whatever. We've been seeing more people. And every family event, every community event, every, I include like church events and I'm not a church person, but like Mm -hmm. old school church family or whatever, somebody doesn't recognize me. Somebody is, and and nobody has said, oh, wow, you gained weight or, oh, wow, this, that, or whatever. But like the fact that people who I know and who like know me are looking at me and are like, wait, who are you? I had somebody ask me like in my face, like basically to ask me uh, like how I'm related to my mother, right? I was at a church (laughs) event and they're like, they're like, oh, Julie, is this one of your grandchildren? I'd pull my mask down. I'm like, hello, it's Janicia. So like that has been really fucking annoying, that mm. experience. And yeah, it's been it's been interesting. It's been interesting. But not being recognized has been a pain in the ass. And I don't even know how to frame it, except that that's something I've been navigating mm-hmm. that has been a pain in the ass. And I think this hasn't been an issue for me because I I have a certain awareness of the way that we treat size mm-hmm. in general. So it hasn't surprised me. I just always kind of redirect people. But when I mention to people that I'm dating that, oh, yeah, you know, I've gained weight or whatever, like I've either received a, oh, well, all you have to do is da 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 like to get rid of it. Or a like a like a yeah, but you still look good kind of thing. And the yeah, but you still look good is nice, but it also kind of implies that I was saying something bad about my weight yeah. when really I'm just saying that I have gained weight. They're just like it's not. I, it yeah, existence. my body is different. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. My body is different. I'm usually mm-hmm. saying it for a reason. Like, oh well, my body is different now, and so blah 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 and so because my body is different yeah a lot of my clothes don't fit or whatever like the clothes that are in my house that's that's actually a problem mm-hmm. because the, the clothes are that are in my house those are the ones that i have so yeah so it's really just been about finding clothes that fit getting rid of the shit that doesn't fit me like it's been it's been interesting but i will say the biggest issue for me has been that feeling of like not being recognized or a part of like, I don't really like attention. That's not something that I really enjoy. I know that sometimes my appearance, whether it be hair or whatever, whatever else for some people can be like jarring and draw attention, but I don't really, that's not really something that I'm looking for. And so the feeling of people observing a change in my size, like being another thing that is drawing attention has made me uncomfortable. So that has been an interesting thing to navigate. I wish that I had something to say to kind of round that up, but it's just something that I've been experiencing Mm -hmm. that has been interesting and I guess uncomfortable. You know what I'm saying? Or this is an experience that I had talking to family members who are like just encountering my weight change or whatever. Mm -hmm. And I've said, oh, well, acknowledging the change and them telling me their horror stories about their weight. And I call them horror stories because that's how they're sending, they're saying them to me. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, like this is what they went through and da, 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 da. And I'm like, listen, I respect and appreciate that that was your experience. I listened to it one good time, but I'm not having a bad experience like with my weight and so that's not something that we're gonna bond over you know what i'm saying like i'm not i'm not having a 
this is not like a thing for me. This is this is like, oh, like, you know, I don't know, fucking I forgot how I described it. It's like, oh, I got a suntan. That's the that's the feeling uh-huh. that I have that surrounding have it. It doesn't but yeah. yeah, that's the feeling that I have about it. So when you come to me and tell me about, oh, I remember when I was that size or I remember when this was that hard for me, mm-hmm. it's, it's this kind of assumption that gaining weight or weight period is a negative. And so I must also be having a negative experience. Yeah. My only negative experience is showing up places. <laughs> right, right. Showing up places and people not recognizing me. Mm-hmm. And that none of those people have been like, oh, wow, you gain weight. Or, oh, wow. Da, 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 da. But just the mirror that my body is so different that now is drawing attention is uncomfortable or whatever. Just because in general, I don't like attention like that. Mm-hmm. But these horror stories, I understand that you were traumatized in different ways because of how society treats fat and fat phobia and all that shit. I get that. But in this moment, my body has shifted and you are telling me your horror story like we're supposed to bond and that's not the experience that I'm having right now. I'm not having a, you know, oh my God, um, this my body is this, that, or whatever experience. So the only thing that's making it weird now is you telling me this horror story that I, I didn't ask didn't for. Ask <laughs> about <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So fat phobia yeah. is so ridiculous that it's like why do you, why do people think it's okay to like mm-hmm. pick your body apart in your face? <laughs> like yeah, like there's certain yeah. things like none of us are perfect people, so there's certain things mm-hmm. that you might wait for someone to leave the room for, or there's certain things that you might you know privately observe and say later. But like mm-hmm. fat seems to be the thing where you could just say it. Or you can just like express all of your feelings or dump. Because I know right. you were saying they weren't directly talking about your body, but they're like dumping mm-hmm. their shit. And it's like, wait, what? Like, yeah. <laughs> I I just went to Target. All I and, did was and exist. And this is. Bought a larger size. Yeah. Right? And no. for some reason, you think this is how you have to interact with me? Because. Right. Right. My body is. Yeah. It's, I don't know. Fat phobia is just like. Yeah. It's. It is the audacity. It sometimes is interesting with some of the, yeah. the things. It's been very interesting. Mm-hmm. It's been very interesting. Mm-hmm. So that is something that I have been experiencing and am still navigating for me. And I've talked about this on a podcast before that I have always kind of had like image issues mm-hmm. and not just body image issues. I could, whatever the fuck it is, how a nigga looks, those issues. It's not just like my body, my size, it's my face. It's a whole thing that I've just always had. Mm-hmm. And so no matter what I look like, that's going to be an issue for me. And so just navigating, okay, so now my body is different. Now my look is different. What's the most comfortable zone for me in this body? What makes me the most comfortable this way? So like revisiting that shit is its own experience kind of thing. So, so I've been navigating that mm-hmm. shit. Oh, on a fun note, okay. some of this weight gain shit has been fun because I have more booty, I have more titties. <laughs> but also, <laughs> separate, the fu- separate the fun, from that. The fun facts. <laughs> the fun facts, right. So in addition to the more fun of booty and titties, <laughs> I think I'm in a, in a new level of my 4C hair care okay. routine. Right. And it's lit. I'm in a new hair care zone Mm -hmm. i am team divest from fucking wash day Mm -hmm. okay 
fuck fucking spending a whole fucking day, day sitting around me. manipulating your fucking 4c hair fuck that shit yep. anyway i say all that to say that my hair routine has gotten shorter and i'm very excited about that it's a new level of freedom anybody with 4c hair who has spent an entire day fucking doing whatever to their hair knows what i'm talking about mm-hmm. so my wash the way i wash it all that shit is taking a lot less time and i feel like i've been given a gift living black and free over there huh yeah i feel like i fucking have cracked just a new code or whatever. I've been doing what you said to do and like doing it in sections mm-hmm. or whatever. But even like the products that I use, all that shit, my wash time is cut down. And it sounds like if you're if you're not 4C, it might be like, why is this important to mention? It's a game changer. It's life altering. I like it. I like it a lot. It makes me think of this is woman I follow on TikTok. Her name is Colorism Healing. And she did a video, mm-hmm. she's 4C. And she's like, People keep saying 4C is hard. I literally just wake up and go like this. <laughs> And like go out and like other people are like in the comments like it is hard and she's like it's hard because you want it to be <laughs> like right, if right, you right. kind of let go of some of these standards of what you're so you know the mm-hmm. things we talk about all the time but mm-hmm. i've even said myself uh-uh, like i've never said 4c here was hard like i know we've used that language with each other right. but it has been a process but i think i'm getting mm-hmm. more like you like you're influencing me to be more like this is how my hair grows and mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Is it washed? Is it healthy? Yeah. Okay. Done. It's good. <laughs> it's good. It's good. But a part of that is that we weren't, a lot of us were not taught how to take care of forcing yeah. hair, how to care for mm-hmm. it. And a lot of the ways that they tell us to take, you know, this. a lot of the ways they tell us to take care of our hair is based on straight hair standards. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So the look of shine, does it look fucking okay. this way? Does it feel the, soft? Is it bouncy? Like, no. All of that stuff is like, no, hair. it's not. Yeah. That's not what it's going to do. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I've been feeling really good about my hair. That is really what I do. I, I get up and I spray it with my little water leave-in mix yep, and I fluff it out because your hair out. loves water. And, she's and like, that's it. Not my day. And I'm like, no, it's not. It is hard. And I'm like, this woman, it's her head. <laughs> she mm-hmm. said it's not hard for her. It's not hard. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it's not hard. It's, and it's also like so many myths about our hair. Like, I just remember thinking... That because my hair is 4C, if I don't like comb it out and plait it before I go to bed, then I'm going to wake up and it's going to be a knot. Mm-hmm. It's just knots. Like we have this thing that our hair is just like a knot. It's just a knot. And it's gonna, no, you spray it with water. It'll practically fucking detangle itself if you've been taking care of it for the most part. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. it's pretty lit, pretty fucking lit. Like but it. there's the education on like how to take care of our hair is so slim that even the education to take care of our hair is kind of fucked up. Yeah, a lot it's of it. kind of fucked up. A lot of yeah. it is. Yeah. Yes, I'm going to get braids as soon as I can, but that's unrelated. That's a separate issue. That's my, separate but for the summer, I've just been braided all summer because it's just been easier. Mm-hmm. And like, mm-hmm. life is already, I feel not controlled by me because of the, everything. So I'm like, yeah, it's like have braids and it's something that's constant type of like, Thing. but yeah get you some mm-hmm. you were cute when you had braids this summer when you had your... yeah no i love my braids as soon as i have braid money again and i don't have to decide between braids and food then i will definitely have my braids <laughs> i will definitely have my braids back in but i have been enjoying like taking care of my hair in the meantime in between time that's been cool dude yeah. the depression was real i had a whole spell of like real life tangible painful uncomfortable depression but uh therapy of course has been helpful mm-hmm. 
navigating fucking when to drink my fucking microdose tea when to when is it time when am i gonna like smoke a little bit yoga like combining this cocktail of like shit to try and kind of like keep myself afloat Mm -hmm. has been helpful and and getting rid of things that like don't serve me so like what what's the trigger so like yeah i navigate depression but something always triggers it so i just try and identify Uh, okay what's triggered it and how Mm -hmm. do i make sure that i'm not in a situation again to be triggered in this way and what do i have to get rid of also you you scratching people off the list and shit yeah scratching people (laughs) off the list how much how much money do i need to save so that the next time i'm depressed i could do all this other stuff that i know makes me feel some level of like good Mm -hmm. to carry me through so shit like that that was the first time i think i had been like depressed in in that way for a long time Mm -hmm. it did i mean there's still it's different levels of depression but that kind of intense level it didn't last for too long but it was still like uncomfortable but anyway other than that watching mad shit reading mad shit consuming mad content trying to be a smart ass nigga is what i've been doing i mean i am a smart ass nigga but like you know reading y'all's little academic books and shit i've been doing that taking that in yeah i can only listen to those i can't read them (laughs) For some reason. Oh, by reading, I'm talking about audiobooks. Oh, okay. I'm yeah, not. Yeah, I'm an audiobook person. Some of those don't come in audiobooks, and so I guess I'll read them. But yeah, mostly audiobooks and then, you know, long articles and shit mm-hmm. I've been reading, actually, like technically reading. But yeah, no, for the most part, audiobooks, except for when the audio is really bad. Yo, and what's with that shit? Bad, it's a lot of bad audiobooks in there. And I I believe from what I'm observing, it feels like it's kind of based in ableism. And it feels like some of the readings of these texts are just so that you can say there is an audio version uh-huh. for people who need the audio version. Mm-hmm. But it's like, it doesn't seem like books that have bad audio. It's like there's no the person is not performing it. They're just fucking reading, reading. it to say that I've read it yeah. and you can understand the words clearly. But so that shit bad. is whack, especially I think in this new generation of like audio where you can listen to podcasts at any time and consume information in all these different ways and accessibility has risen. I feel like the standard yeah. for audiobooks, I'm assuming, and somebody who's been in the game of listening to audiobooks, you know, for decades, I guess you can hit me if I'm wrong, but <laughs> it feels like we're in a new era where the expectations are higher. They should have always, I think, been providing quality audio, yeah. like fucking, it's a fucking story. Read it like it's a fucking story and not a fucking math problem. You know what I'm saying? So I don't know. I think the standards are higher. There are a lot of good, there are a lot of really good reads out there, audio reads, and it's just still a lot of bad ones. And I feel so personally offended. Like, <laughs> if you were paid to do this, what? Like, do you, do these people who read like Robotnik's, do they fucking consume audiobooks? Because that's how it sounds like, oh, you, you don't, you've never you listened to an audiobook. Yeah. You yeah. don't do this. You just like, this is, what are you doing? What is this? What is this? So, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it is weird. But, yeah. But that's what I've been up to. The good things, spending time with family, and kind of, like, recentering, not having to be somewhere has been cool. Watching shit. I watched all of Steven Universe. I finally watched Mad Max Fury Road. Did you watch that yet? No. No. It's really good. It's an action movie. It's really good. I still haven't watched any John Wicks either. Jay has been trying to make me watch oh them. Oh, my gosh. I still haven't. <laughs> 
don't get it. Um, I don't get it. Just watch them. They're I have good. to be in a mood for action. I like action, but a lot of action is ridiculous. It makes no sense anatomy wise. So I'm usually like, mm. so I have to like be in a mood to see foolishness. <laughs> okay. Because that's okay. what happens <laughs> in action movies. Okay. You know, it's like organized foolishness. Organized foolishness. That, that is exactly what Mad Max Fury Road is. <laughs> It's organized foolishness, but as somebody who, when I watch things, unless I'm in a theater, I'm usually watching something while being on my phone. Mm -hmm. That was like the first time in a long time where I had to put my phone down and actually look because it was like too many action things happening Mm -hmm. at once. And after I watched it, I was like texting everybody like, yo, did you see this shit? Like it was fucking, it's fucking wild, fucking wild. Okay. If I did drugs, I would definitely do drugs and watch that shit again. It was fucking (laughs) bonkers all right anyway it's a old it's not old but i think it's from, it's from 2016 one of the 20 teens mm-hmm. it's from then and it's 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 good good movie watch it mm-hmm. and watch the john wicks at some point i'll get to it please they're gonna be there <sighs> they're still gonna be there yeah right i'll get to them yeah, at some point so yeah so that's how we've been let's take a break and then when we come back we're still gonna be in a pandemic because that's that's the fuck is that about the fuck? i want out i want out but yeah, let's take a break. <laughs> money, 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 money. <laughs> money! Do you know what this year is? What every year is all about? Yeah, but like... Giving black women year. your money. Yes, give okay. black women your money. Hashtag pay black women, okay, yo. Okay, okay. So, so how do they give black women their money? Well, they can start by giving us their money. Oh, yes. Yes. We do this dope-ass Women is Race Nerd podcast every motherfucking every week. Every week. Sometimes and, twice um, a week. Yeah, yo. <laughs> and we could use your loving motherfucking donations. Um, we definitely can. Absolutely. So how can you do that? You can go to our website. Yo. TeamsQueenandJay.com. Hit that donate tab. Mm-hmm. And we have two options there. So two. Two. You become a patron or you can just donate through PayPal. Yep. You choose. We mm-hmm. give you a choice. That's right. On how you give us money. That's right. If you want to donate via Patreon, we're asking all of our listeners to break us off $2 a month. That's $24 a year. And if everybody who listens does that shit, we will have everything that we need to do everything we want to do for this podcast. Everything. And if you love us so much that you want to break us off a one-time donation, a multiple-time donation, or if you don't like the the once-a-month kind of system, you can go to our PayPal and give us any amount of money. We will take that shit. We will love that shit. We will appreciate that we shit. We will use that shit. That's right. So once again, teawithqueenandj.com. Hit the donate tab and choose your donation method of choice. Oh my God, we're going to get money. Again! <laughs> All the time. Yes. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right. And we're black. All the time. So we've been in a global motherfucking pandemic for... I guess a year and a half, almost two almost years. Two It'll years. be two years in March. Yes, almost two years. Yes, and I want out of it. I have a pandemic itch. I have the pandemic blues. I have the... I hate it here! <laughs> <laughs> I want to go home! I want to go home! I hate it here! 
Yeah, and in some way, and Jay and I talked about some of this off mic, but some way, somehow, my everything for me right now just goes back to COVID. Like, why mm-hmm. I can't do something is because of COVID, or why I have to maneuver in a certain way is because of the pandemic that we're in, and I'm just so tired of COVID mm-hmm. being affected by COVID. I have not contracted COVID. I have done all this the things to like make sure I don't, but COVID still is heavily affecting me which makes sense and I know that logically but it's like get out of my house <laughs> yeah get out of my work get your <laughs> shit get your shit get out mm-hmm. of my personal life get out of my sex life get out like right. it's just every fucking where and I'm just so over it I'm just like I can't me and my partner want to start going to like sex clubs and st- shit like that and it's like it's covid so mm-hmm. we're kind of forced to be fake monogamous in this fucking relationship and we're not or mm-hmm. and because we are like conscious we have done our thing but we're like conscious so we have to be really 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 conscious about what we do and how we do it because we don't want to contract covid we don't want to mm-hmm. put other people at risk my partner yeah. works where he has to be in contact with people so we have to be like hyper aware mm-hmm. of shit like that and it's just like I just want to do my thing. Can't, mm-hmm. like, navigate life the way I want to because everything is, like, inserted with COVID. Even if you don't fucking right. want it to be a part of whatever you're doing, you have to think about those things. I'm planning my birthday party, and I have to think about only inviting the people who have been really, really COVID safe. And then mm-hmm. checking in to say, hey, have you been vaccinated? Have you did, like, doing all of this other extra work mm-hmm. just to invite people to my fucking house? Yeah. I just want to have fun with my friends. I just want to do hood, hood mm-hmm. rat shit with my friends. And I have to, like, mm-hmm. fucking check in in these ways that we've never had to before. Like, how are you right. is being something really different right now than yeah. two years ago when it was like, how you doing? Like, right now, you could say, how you doing? And somebody could just tell you that this person has this, that maybe this person passed, or, mm-hmm. you know, like, just all of this stuff. Like, everything to me just seems, like, heavier now because this mm-hmm. big cloud of COVID and this pandemic, and then everyone has different views about vaccinations, and I don't know any anti-maskers, thank God, but everyone has all of these different opinions, and everyone's a scientist all of a sudden, and everyone knows mm-hmm. the right way, and it's just, like, really revealing to me that we're not smart, and it's okay to not be smart. <laughs> no one wants to be okay with not being smart. No one wants to be right. okay with not having all the answers. No one wants to be, like, someone always has a, like, a fucking... Like, we have a family group chat, and we always, like, check in with each other because, one, we're family, mm-hmm. two, it's fucking COVID, right? Mm-hmm. And I've been staying away from, most of my family is vaccinated, but there's a few hoteps in there who are not. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And my family, we don't really debate too much because we're more of a physical fighting people. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't get, like, too turned up. But it's just, like, if someone, like, I, let's say I put down a COVID boundary. So like there was an event in my family going on in Pennsylvania. I don't drive. Mm-hmm. I'm not getting on a bus. I'm not. I'm not getting on yeah. no Greyhound bus to go to Pennsylvania to do this thing. But then now that becomes this argument and now me and these people, me and my sister are like arguing over something that we would never argue over because of mm-hmm. fucking COVID. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like mm-hmm. it's just everywhere yeah. and it's just really like getting on my nerve. I want it to be over. I want to... Mm-hmm. Not have my nephew 
every time I say I'm going to the doctor, my nephew's like, you're going to get vaccinated. It's just like, I would like mm-hmm. to just talk to my nephew about Sonic the Hedgehog. Why does this yeah. five-year-old want to know my vaccination status? Why should this mm-hmm. five-year-old even be like thinking about stuff like this? Yeah. You know? So I'm just like over it. I'm over the conspiracies, like mm-hmm. over it. I'm over. I'm just over. I'm just exhausted. I have pandemic fatigue. I'm like yeah. over it. I'm still not doing the things because of the pandemic. And maybe mm-hmm. if I was a more extroverted person, I would just say fuck it and run the streets like a lot of people are doing with their pandemic fatigue. Mm-hmm. But no, I'm in a house by myself with these thoughts and they're just running and running and running and running and I'm supposed to like manage? No. Like how am I supposed to manage this? Like the expectations yeah. is that I feel the expectation is that I'm supposed to be able to manage this, get it together. It's been We've been in this pandemic all the time. Like, what's different? And it's like, mm-hmm. I can get to the breaking point where I'm like, I'm fucking over this shit. Like, I don't, I just hate how much it's affecting everything, even for the folks who believe COVID exists, who yeah. believe in vaccines, who I mm-hmm. remember when I was listening to the Black Eye Who Tips yesterday, he said something like, people who are vaccinated are upset too. Like, Mm -hmm. we're fucking Mm -hmm. mad. Like, we're just as angry. Like, we want this shit to be over. We're upset with people who are, like, prolonging this or making this, like, this other thing. Making Mm -hmm. this, like, a... This is a virus. Like, people are making this a political stance. It's just... I'm just tired of all of this shit. I want to fast forward button like yeah i don't care about this section of my life i just don't care to come back here i don't care to look back mm-hmm. and be like remember? No, i don't this two three year block mm-hmm. erase it from my memory like it's just right i don't like it at all i'm having a pandemic break mm-hmm. and yeah i'm breaking i'm at a breaking point i'm like seriously at a yeah. breaking point i just i just can't i feel like i have no agency like, because mm. at any moment, the president could be like, well, this is the thing. And then, I, you know what I mean? It's just like annoying mm-hmm. when it comes to my personal job. I'm writing policies and shit for COVID. And every fucking week, they're saying a different thing. So it's like, mm-hmm. okay, now I have to change this whole thing based on the last law. It's just fucking annoying. I need some consistency. I need some, some remnants of normalcy. I need some remnants of like just a Tuesday. It's just Tuesday. Yeah. <laughs> Like, mm-hmm. so that's how that pandemic is treating me. It's fucking me up. I feel like it's mm-hmm. jumping me. Like, I'm getting jumped. That's the point I'm at. And I want it done. I hate yeah. it. Hate it here. Right. I hate it here. And I don't know if I'm engaging in, like, I'm not hearing people say I hate it here. And I'm like, are people okay with this? <laughs> like... <laughs> Are you guys fine? <laughs> Is this okay for you guys? <laughs> oh God! Yeah, you know I don't. I uh-huh. could somebody else have a have a pandemic kind of like break so I could feel yeah. like okay, this is normal. This is like okay. This is like everyone's being so like well, you know, and that, at least how I feel. I don't know everyone's life, but it's just like, yo, no, we're in a fucking pandemic. <laughs> Right. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing is normal. Everything is to shit. The girls are fighting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Everything is to shit right now. Everything. Mm-hmm. The pandemic has revealed so much. Yeah. I don't know. But yeah, that's that's 
that's me. You know, I've been trying. I've been doing things. I like, you know, my walks and all of that kind mm-hmm. of stuff to kind of. <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay. Bring it all I'm together. not laughing. I'm not laughing at you. Mm-hmm. And we have talked and I, I like the walks that you're doing. I think they're helping you. I am also now trying to do walks. I have been inspired. <laughs> I'm not laughing at the walk thing. But it oh. does sound, it sounds like such a a minuscule thing when, after the the <laughs> pandemic event. <laughs> and you're like, well. Because that's what I can walks. control. Like, I'm doing things yeah. that I can control. I can, I can like, yeah. be like, you know what? I finished your work today. I'm going to go for a walk. I'm like mm-hmm. eating the dinner that I enjoy. Like, I'm making sure that I do all of the things that I want to do because everything else is the decision yeah. made by some entity outside of me. So, like, that's kind of, I guess, the pathway I'm taking because mm-hmm. the I think I fell into the, like, this is life now. And it's like, no, <laughs> it is mm-hmm. because yes, we are in a pandemic, but there are pieces of it that can feel like mine again. A lot of this does not feel like me. Doesn't feel like it's yeah. mine. Doesn't feel like it belongs yeah. to me. Doesn't I'm unhappy, you know? And it's like, right. so what do I do? Yeah. Well, how do I figure this out? What do I do to make myself happy mm-hmm. in spite of this, you know? And I know it could happen. Like there were times where enslaved people were like found a little bit of nugget of joy somewhere so i'm just like Mm -hmm. at the point where like again because i do this and i've been doing this in cycles throughout all of this where it's like i'll do these things to just like feel like these little nuggets of joy or like Mm -hmm. not even just joy just like just content because it doesn't have to be anything like bursting with like ah but just like oh okay this feels good you know type of feeling and i guess i'm just trying to reinsert that again because i've been going through it mentally because it's just like i fucking i can't i can't yeah and yeah yeah i kind of just want to hear more people be like i can't so i could be like okay yeah yeah (laughs) i can't do this this is um, not i can't i don't like it right i am tired of wearing my mask Mm. that has really that's been my main point of frustration Mm -hmm. i'm tired of wearing my fucking mask and because yes i'm vaccinated however my mother hasn't didn't get vaccinated until recently Mm -hmm. so she just got her first dose or whatever but that that's been like uh could you please get the vaccine (laughs) (laughs) so i we know that there are people who are covid um vaccine hesitant there are people who are anti-vax yeah some of those people overlap for me personally it's important that the niggas in my in my life i would like for them to get vaccinated if we all turn into zombies okay like whatever but i would much rather we live the zombie life in a year from now or whenever we turn into zombies than for somebody to potentially die from covid like niggas are still dying from covid that's a big problem to me that's a that's a priority i don't want anybody that I love or fuck with to fuck. I don't want anyone to die from COVID, but especially not anybody that I love and fuck with, right? So that's been an uphill battle. But she got, so she got her vaccine. But what I have been doing, whenever I see my mom or anybody who's not vaccinated or whatever, I would go get tested before going to see them. And that is a pain in the ass, Mm -hmm. going to get tested every fucking five seconds. Mm -hmm. So yeah, so she finally got her first dose or whatever. So I'm happy about that. Yeah, that too. I'm glad you said that. I'm tired of tests. Yeah, tired. I'm tired (laughs) of it. And I'm, I'm thankful that I have been able to go to this place that's like right around the corner from my house, but it's still, annoying 
it's still annoying. It's annoying. But yeah, but my, my breaking point really has been wearing the fucking mask. Mm-hmm. I'm really tired, tired of the fucking mask. Earlier in the game, it wasn't an issue for me to breathe in a mask, but that's like been increasingly a challenge for me, feeling like I can breathe. I'm really tired of it. Yeah. Whenever I come, right, okay, yeah. So I've been still very diligent about the mask thing, but it's annoying. So I, when I come into my apartment building, I'll put it on. When I go in the hallway, I put it, it's just, yeah. it's annoying. Mm-hmm. It's fucking annoying because while we are vaxxed, there's still the Delta variant is out there. We still, nobody wants to have COVID, even Delta though we're back. Variant, like, we don't want to have it. Doing routine. Yeah. We don't want to catch it. We don't want to spread it. I don't want to be a carrier. Yeah. I'm visiting my grandmother in the nursing home now, and the residents have to be vaccinated. However, you can still give something to somebody. Mm-hmm. It's still out there. It's still out there. So, my thing with the pandemic right now is having to wear the mask i haven't been feeling like the frustrating effects of like the restrictions Mm -hmm. yet because i just feel like i've just had other stuff going on in my head or whatever but just the having to that thing of having to wear a mask all the fucking time is really starting to irritate me in a way that it hadn't been before Mm -hmm. the mask shit and then for me socially this is my thing socially we've all experienced trauma grief niggas dying throughout this pandemic right and i feel like that has informed or i would hope the way that we engage with one another like treat each other more tender and shit be more conscious of each other be more i think attentive in your friendships or whatever whatever we've all navigated trauma grief niggas dying and i have felt like in some of my relationships that like are we experiencing the same pandemic are you not dealing with grief are you not navigating trauma have niggas not died in your life do you not understand the importance of like treating like your friendships and shit like with care what's care right (laughs) (laughs) right right and that's the thing for me that's been like wait like you okay are you not in a pandemic (laughs) you know what i'm saying are you not in a pandemic Mm -hmm. am i not like what that to me has been like a disconnect like oh okay we must be in a different pandemic because i've been going to funerals and getting messages that like loved ones have died or fucking other people we care about have died friends have died fucking like is it different for you you know what I'm saying? I'm trying to think of a way to frame to frame like what I'm talking about, but just like I'll give an example. Mm-hmm. A bunch of my friends, I said and I talked about this in a Patreon episode, yeah. so y'all can listen to that and I, and I've talked about it in detail. But a bunch of my friends went on a trip, went on a group trip or whatever. I talked to several of them. I have individual relationships with each and every one of those motherfuckers. They went on this group trip. Nobody told me that they was going. I didn't know about this shit until the pictures were coming up on social media. Yeah, until they hit the gram. Niggas is celebrating life. Fucking sister circle celebration. So glad to have this, that, or whatever. Everybody's all excited. Nobody told you any shit about the trip. That's cool. No big deal, right? I don't fuck with you. (laughs) I don't fuck with you. There's no way, there's no way that in a global pandemic, right, when mad niggas is dropping dead, Dead. it's people, as black people, we got people dying from COVID who we know, and we have people who just 
dying because this is the time when niggas is dying right now. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's a lot of grief and misery. It's a lot of hard things going on. And like, I don't, I feel like certain friends have had certain expectations that like, I like, it's like people don't understand. We're all going through this. Yeah. Everyone is dealing with this. There's some people who think that only them is going through hard times right now. And that's what the focus should be. Only them and their hard times when we are all going through hard times. And then there are other people who, yeah, listen, I don't know. I don't fuck with y'all no more. Okay. <laughs> it's, it's, <laughs> if you, my thing is, if you don't understand why it's important that my life be celebrated right now, if you don't want to, include me in your celebrations yeah. of life i don't see the space when mad niggas have died i don't see the space where it's okay for you to just be like oh i forgot yeah, to yes yes that. there's no space for yeah. that mm-hmm. there's no space mm-hmm. there's no space i don't care about the reason why i wasn't invited we don't have to do any of this ever again that's how i feel and so my feelings have been and that's just one example of Lots of shifting dynamics and lots of shifting relationships or even my romantic relationships. It's like, (laughs) I'm just laughing because it's all so ridiculous. But it's just like, you would do this to me now in a (laughs) pandemic? Like, it's just like, we're in a pandemic, bro. Mm -hmm. We're in a pandemic. Like, everybody talk to me nice. Everybody be tender with each other. Why are you not being tender with each other in a pandemic? If you're not tender with me in a pandemic, I don't want to play. I don't want to play. You can't go to Bella Noches. Where the hell can you go? Where, where can you go? I don't want to play. I don't want to play. Somebody's so, club. That's it. Hello. So that's been my thing is it just feels to me like we're not all in the same pandemic. Yeah. I assume that everybody is dealing with some level of trauma from something you know i assume that people have had loved ones die like this shit changes you it matters all of this shit matters all of it matters so i don't know i have been feeling i have been feeling a little bit isolated and i don't know what to do about that you know what i'm saying like that Mm -hmm. it just kind of feels like that's kind of just like what it is because i don't i don't want to play with anybody <laughs> doesn't care that I'm still alive. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, no, and which is like, I don't want to play with you. You know, like, mm-hmm. I don't want to, I don't want to play. Yeah, I wouldn't want to so, play. So, yeah, so I've been feeling a little bit isolated, but that's to me, as far as I'm concerned, that's just what it is. I don't know, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know what to do about that except for the things that I do. Like, I, you know, have my little online communities that I'm a part of, mm-hmm. the people who care that I didn't die during the pandemic. I spend time with them. Like, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't know what to do. The, my realities are that I have been feeling isolated. I also have been isolated. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I don't understand what pandemic some other people are going through. You know what I'm yeah, saying? What That's what I don't are understand. Are they having? I don't know. Because I'm thinking about. I don't really have one, two like friends who are like just looking like they're living in a different pandemic, <laughs> and mm-hmm. I'm just like, mm-hmm. what are y'all doing? Why are you in Mexico again? <laughs> yeah like what is Mm -hmm. and it's like 
honestly, and because those friends, I mostly see them on social media because of all of mm-hmm. the stuff. I haven't seen them in like a right. year and a half, almost two years. So obviously social media is the highlight reel. So I don't fucking know. So I do check in mm-hmm. and they're, they're saying they're fine. But it's like, what pandemic? <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, you're right. We're having different pandemics, especially those extroverts. I those think extroverts are having a really different pandemic. They're having a different pandemic. They're having a different pandemic. That's another part of the reason I don't know how to forgive niggas in a pandemic. <laughs> I'm in a pandemic. I'm in a pandemic, and you was talking, and this goes for lots of different relationships and situations. Mm-hmm. You was talking greasy to me in a pandemic. I don't know how to bounce back from that. I don't know. Because to me, I have navigated or been trying to navigate with the assumption that we are all going through a lot. So treat everybody like we're going through a lot. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I can't really, I'm having trouble and I'm working this out through therapy or whatever. Maybe. I don't know. I don't understand how to engage with people who I feel like have not been treating me with the tenderness of a nigga who's going through a, a global pandemic. pandemic. A global yeah, pandemic. this not regular times yeah. where I could be like, oh, okay, girl, you know, whatever, which is kind of how I move because mm-hmm. I, you know, I, I can move from, it goes from zero to a hundred with me real quick. So I, I'm very intentional about just staying at zero. So sometimes people will do things that are actually like offensive, but I'm keeping it at zero. Who cares? Mm-hmm. We're in a global pandemic. Everything is a hundred. Yes, yes. <laughs> Everything is a hundred. That's how I feel also. Everything is a hundred. Talk to me fucking nice. Mm -hmm. Treat me fucking nice. Be a good friend. If you're going to halfway friend me, let's just not do this. Mm -hmm. Let's not do it. We don't have to do it. There's no reason to do it. Yeah, yeah. We don't have to do it. And I'm really, I'm just saying what you've been doing out loud. We're not friends. Let's not pretend that we are. Just let me say out loud that I am also aware now that we are not friends. Okay? So I know too. (laughs) I see you. You see me. We see, we see each other, okay? So that's what that is. But yeah, that that's how I've been feeling about the pandemic is just like people not being on the same, I guess, emotional page. And I guess that's normal, but that has been odd. That has been really odd for me. And I do want people to get vaccinated. And this whole thing is just really confusing to me. Mm-hmm. Like the conversations about yeah. not getting vaccinated, the vaccine hesitancy, like all of this shit or whatever. And a part of it, some of it, it's a compli- it can be a complicated conversation. Some of it to me goes back to the fact that white supremacy is not a conspiracy theory. And all the ways that the system wants to dispose of us they're already doing and so i'm a little bit confused i continue to be confused about people who think that the vaccine is what's gonna hurt us or mutate us or whatever it's like well what world do you live in that we're not already dying and being killed to experiment on black bodies they never have right they don't need a they don't need a global pandemic to fucking do that shit they'll just do it that's confusing yes Yes. So I've been a little bit confused about that, especially when the what the what the facts are is that niggas is dying. Those are facts. That's not like a secret. So I would personally like it if niggas got vaccinated personally for me. Mm -hmm. That's what I would like. I know we didn't talk a lot about vaccinated or not vaccinated or what you should do i don't think we talked about that really before i know there was a period where we intentionally did not yeah but i will say where i'm at right now i would like for 
niggas to get vaccinated. That's what I would like. But I'm not, you know, I'm not fighting with people on the internet. Y'all are going to do what you want to yeah, do. Yeah. But my mother, I was definitely fighting with her pretty regularly. And I'm sorry that I'm telling her business because she was private about it. I, I think that's probably why I have that resolve because my mother just did it. My mother right. just did it early on. Mm-hmm. So I haven't had to like think about, of course I love my family, but the people who yeah. would like really like break me, mm-hmm. you know, whatever, haven't vaccinated. Mm-hmm. So I can, I can move a little more like, well, it's people's choice because right. those people for me mm-hmm. were vaccinated early on. So I was yeah. able yeah. to like kind of have the space to be like, phew, you know, <laughs> like, mm-hmm. um, you know, but like, yeah, I couldn't imagine. I couldn't have imagined your process of like mm-hmm. being the Hotep family, yeah. being the Hotep cousins. <laughs> We're the whole. I was at a family function and we are the Hotep cousins <laughs> who refuse to get vaccinated. Everybody else vaccinated except for my immediate family. OK, talk about foolishness. People oh, who normally God. have sense and the others who are they just always talk foolishness, but <laughs> not vaccinated. Mm-hmm. I'm like, wow, we are the whole tips that they talk about. Mm-hmm. We're the one. It's our. It's us. It's us. Am it's I the us. drama? Like, <laughs> no, I am. And I always I know the answer. I am. We are. I am. We are. So, yeah. So that and it's still it's there's still a few that need to get as far as I'm concerned that need to get vaccinated. But that has been Hennessy is staring at me like with evil eyes. But that has been challenging because there are people who I need to stay alive. Yeah. There are people mm-hmm. who I need to stay alive. Yes, yes. So that's where I'm at still now. I'm mm-hmm. glad that my mother got it. And I'm still now convincing other people like, yo, you need to do this, please. Like, we'll just be zombies together. If that's the if that's your concern. I mean, I don't even understand why people are concerned about zombie life. There's but. so many things that could turn us into zombies, though. Yeah. You know, like, realistically, there's so mm-hmm. much, like, it's so many things. We literally drink water that they give us. <laughs> like, there's so many Hello. ways to be zombified. Hello. <laughs> like, you know Hello. what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, yeah. it's just. And then if we're zombies, they can't get, like, labor off of us. So that's not what they're going to do. Zombies work for themselves. They don't want that. (laughs) Usually, unless you can control the zombie army like they tried to do in Army of the Dead. That's basically what the name is in the title. Yeah, that's what the United States would do with zombies, though. Right. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. So you have a point there. You're right. I actually saw that movie. Worker life. Yeah, cause I hey, yeah, yeah. Saw that one. it's no John Wick, but it was it was a fun movie. Yeah, I'm very confused mm-hmm. by people. I am. I'm very I am confused. Also. But yeah, but that's where I'm at with COVID. I am trying to just center myself a little bit more. I want to start dating again. Right now, I'm not in the moods. But yeah, I want to start dating again. I personally, it's this fucking mask that I want to burn. But I personally am not yet over like distancing from people. As long as I could go somewhere and eat outside, I've I've been okay. But yeah. I want to burn all the, the fucking masks. I'm tired of it. I am still wearing it, and you should still wear yours too. But yeah, I'm just I'm expressing sure. that I'm like exhausted. I'm over it too. And I'm just like out and about, like not doing. Um, I won't wear my mask. But mm-hmm. if I go in the store, I'll put it on. Yeah. If I get in the elevator, obviously in my building, I'll put you know like stuff like that. But mm-hmm. if I'm just like walking to the park, I'm like no mask. Yeah. Like, it's just and I don't live yeah. in a crowded area. Like it's not mm-hmm. a, a, a dense amount of people mm-hmm. in the neighborhood that I live in. So it's not like, you know, yeah. whatever. So I'll take that shit off. But I'm tired of the shit too. My ears are tired. tired my tired. ears are stressed. Even my ears are stressed. Mm-hmm. I don't wear earrings mm-hmm. at all. I don't wear them either. Oh no, I do wear them sometimes. But it's a hassle. It's like, why? 
and then I don't like the look of the permanent chin strap. So I have mine on my face, right? So that when I'm walking through a crowd, I can pull it up if I need to. If I go in the store, I can pull mm-hmm. it up. Because um, I'm not good with the take it out my pocket, put it on. Da, da, da. Mm-hmm. So I just leave it kind of on my chin. And that, I don't like the look of that. I don't like the look of that. I would like to yeah. look and feel cute. And the chin strap shit, it's not doing it for it's me. It's not. I don't care how cute y'all trying to make these masks. Yeah, it's not doing I it. I said at the beginning of the pandemic, I don't want that to be the mm-hmm. fashions. Okay. Yeah. I'm over yeah, it. No. I'm tired no. of it. What I did want to say, though, is that, like, it's really whack. We know this already, but it's just really whack how the, the U.S. is moving where, like, the vaccine is the answer. Is the, yes. Really, we should be doing a lot yeah. of different things mm-hmm. to help reduce the spread of COVID and stop this shit. But that's the other reason why it's so important that people get vaccinated, though I understand the hesitancy, but, like, enough already. Because we don't have enough options here in the u.s where you could be like oh i'm they're they're doing other things to make sure that we're safe it's like there's so much reliance on get the vaccine get the vaccine that like and we've seen it in many places where they just stop caring about if you don't have it if you don't have it you're going to be a marginalized person if you don't have it you're going to be more at risk because more people who have the vaccine are walking around like it's the fucking cure-all or whatever we know that it's not it's really just kind of keeps you from getting like super duper sick or dying or whatever from covid they're using it like to make it your fault now so right we have this vaccine that helps prevent whatever prevent Mm -hmm. death and makes it probably easier if you catch covid and i think it lowers your like contagiousness if you have it blah 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 those things are great but they're making it like you didn't choose this pill so now you're gonna suffer like that the way that the the government is dangling the vaccine in that way is fucking dangerous because now it's literally your fault Mm -hmm. if you decided not to because of whatever medical apprehensions that you have and i was like well you should have we provided something and it's free yeah, it should be more more of a dynamic approach, multi layered approach. Yeah, it should. But it really, they don't really care if people live or die. They don't. Not really like they don't. They're gonna keep everything open. Everyone's like, oh, we might have another quarantine. No, they're doing all of this stuff because they want to keep you outside. There's a mandate. They're doing all of these things because we are fucking up with the flow of capitalism. Not Mm -hmm. we. The pandemic is fucking up the flow of capitalism. And it's like, nah, we got to get back to it. Like, Mm -hmm. there's a vaccine now, so y'all should be able to get back to it. But it's like, nah, lots of things need to be happening simultaneously in this process. I'm vaccinated now, but I can't pay my rent. You know what I'm like? Mm -hmm. (laughs) What? Mm -hmm. There's so many things that need to be accounted for and they're really like every week on the microphone talking about vaccines yeah it's weird (sighs) burn it down yeah (laughs) on that awkward (laughs) note (laughs) (laughs) on that awkward note thank you for catching up with us we are going to be back next week with more of a meaty episode but we did want to come back say what's up check in with y'all be sure to send us your t-mail let us know how y'all been doing hit us up on social media let us know how you've been you can always follow us on twitter and instagram at t with qj we are on facebook and tumblr t with queen and j you can check out our website t with queen and j.com and as always you can send us your t-mail to t with queen and j at gmail.com 
right you can follow my personal twitter and instagram at the queen speaks with an underscore and you can follow jay tell him your stuff you can follow me on twitter and instagram at jenny cia f j-a-n-i-c-i-a-f for fuck the pandemic <laughs> for fuck the pandemic okay enough already word this podcast was created hosted and produced by a black girl named Janicia and a black girl named Naima with editorial support from a black girl named Candace and social media support from a black girl named Joe. I had to work hard to remember all of us. <laughs> like, who are we? Who are we? Who are we? Oh gosh. Tea with Queen and Jay, we turn up responsibly. Ew. I'm know. glad you did it after you already suffered defeat. You panicked. Get the nigga. fuck out of here. Get the fuck out of here, New York, the real New York. I'm outside. I don't live in Miami, I don't live in Colorado, come to my block and see me, my niggas, all of y'all know I be down there, this is Jess, I'm outside, always be proud, I like this, I got all niggas on the clips, nigga, I'm from New York, what, I'm here, bro, Friday, D-Block and shit, nigga, fuck what you know.